स्वयं निज लाभ पूर्ण मानंग जनादिदुषो करुण विणीते जज्जनो भगवती विदधीत मानम आत्मने क्वालिफाइड ब्राह्मीन विथ ट्वेल्व आई क्वालिफिकेशन कैन सेटिस्फाई दॉ सिंपली बाय सच एक्विजिशन वन कैन सेटिस्फाई दॉ सिंपली बाय लव एंड डिवोशनल सर्विस वाई डी नॉट टर्न वाई सो मच opulence is created in erecting nice uh, temple or churches and so much money has expended does it not satisfy the lord why they are they are spending so much money and the modern economist says that this is unproductive uh, investment because if you construct a very big temple just like in india we have got many temples especially in south india each of them is just like a fort very big fort there is a temple in rangnatham it is a few miles temple there are seven gates very big temple ah uh, many other temples similarly in your country also there are many nice churches i have traveled all over america and i have seen very big churches here also in montreal there are many big churches so why they are spending so much money although in the modern economist will say it is a uh, non productive investment <coughs> so this church building or temple building or mosque building is coming down from time immemorial people are investing their money hard earned money why uselessly non productive ah uh, no they do not know they do not know how much productive that is that for in this godless civilization they are stuck stop building ah uh, nice decorative in vrindavan there is a temple of govinda ji that was seven storied four stories was am to broken by aurangzeb on political grounds still three stories are still remaining if somebody goes there he will see how wonderful what man see is there in that temple so does it mean that those kings or rich men they were all fools simply at the present moment we are very intelligent no they are not fools that is explained in the pralad maharaj's prayers naivatmana prabhuram nijalabh purna you cannot satisfy uh, the supreme lord by constructing a nice temple but he still is satisfied still is satisfied he is nijalabh purna he is fully satisfied 
in himself because he is, he has no want we are in want suppose i am renting one small apartment if somebody says samiji come on i shall construct a very nice palatial temple to come here oh i shall be very much obliged but does krishna our god is like that he can construct so many nice planets not only one two but millions and billions with so many nice oceans and uh, hills and mountains and forests and full of living entities and why he is hankering after a temple constructed by me now that is not the fact the fact is that these fools these rascals who are thinking that this world is for their enjoyment this money belongs to him uh it is stated here abidusha abidusha means rascal without any education uh without any education or they have got all these university degrees and without education yes why because they have no spiritual education sabidusha so manam janad abidusha karuna vrnit uh when krishna says or god says that give me this just like he is begging from bali maharaj bavande my dear king will you give me a little land uh so his uh, uh spiritual master he was a demon he uh pervaded bari maharaj not to promise because he is vishnu he will take everything from you that's a nice story some of you know uh, how bali maharaj became a great devotee of the lord now here it is stated that manang janad abidusha karuna vrnite whatever he wants from any person provided he is a devotee the lord does not accept anything from non devotee that is clearly stated in bhagavad gita patram pushpam phalam toyam jomi bhaktya prajachat here it is stated nijalabh purna he is so opulent that he has no hankering complete sarai sajja purna he is complete with full six opulences he is the richest he is the wisest he is the most famous he is the most strong influential and renowned star everything is complete there then why he is asking <coughs> that patram pushpam phalam toyam jomi bhakta prajachati he is so rich so opulent still he is begging that little flower a little water a little fruit if offered to me with devotion and love i accept and eat it uh, so the real fact is that we have lost our devotion faith in god so he is begging therefore that love and faith not your money because he is already opulent what you can give him and what belongs to you nothing belongs to you you come from the home of your mother open handed 
And when you die, you go open-handed. So what does it belong to you? Nothing belongs to you. That's a fact. Simply by illusion, you come here for some days and you think this is mine. That's all. This is called Maya. Actually nothing belongs to you. Everything belongs to God or Krishna. But you claim that it belongs to you. That is your Maya. Therefore, here it is said, Manan Janad Avidusa Karunabrinat. Out of his causeless mercy, he begs sometimes, give me this. Just like sometimes father asks his child, my dear boy, will you kindly give me a little cake from your portion? Uh, and if the child is very fond of her, I mean, immediately gives. And sometimes he refuses. No, I shall not give. Similarly, uh, Krishna is full. Why is begging? He is begging your love. That's all. Uh, whenever Krishna wants some service from you or begs something from you, it does not mean that he is in need of it. Uh, he is not in need of it. He is in need of your love because you have forgotten how to love God, how to love Krishna. That he is practicing. There is a story that some sannyasi went to a householder because the sannyasi goes to householder for begging. They are begging also like that. They are not beggars. But they introduce as beggars so that uh, the householder may receive and take some advantage of his knowledge. He is not beggar. So one beggar went to a householder and the housewife said, Ah, oh, uh, this beggar has come from door to door, give him some asses. So the sannyasi replied, All right, give me some assets. Just begin your charity. Just begin your charity. So similarly, Krishna, when he wants, give me a little flower, a little fruit, a little water, it does not mean that he is begging. He is just inducing me to the practice of offering everything which belongs to Krishna. Isha-vāsamidam sadvam jatkinjit jagatyam jagat tena tatena bhunjita madhita kasvati dhanam Isha-vāsamidam instructs us that Everything that is within your vision, uh, it belongs to Isha, the Supreme Lord. Uh, whatever you see, whatever you have got, that does not belong to you. It belongs to God. Tena tena bhunjitha. This is the first verse in Isha Upanishad. Tena tena bhunjitha. You can simply enjoy whatever is given to you as prasāda. Mā-gridhā-kasya-cīt-dhanāṁ <clears throat> Don't touch any other's property. This is the instruction of Isho-paniṣa. So, we have forgotten this. See, in order to instruct us the principle that everything belongs to God, this is the beginning that we should try to offer whatever we have got. Krishna is ready to accept from you 
a little bit of water, a little bit of flower, a little bit of leaf or fruit. Practically it has no value. But when you begin to give to Krishna, then gradually a time will come when he will be prepared to give everything to Krishna like the gopis. This is the process. Sarvatmana. Sarvatmana. Sarvatmana means with everything. That is our natural life. When we are in consciousness that nothing belongs to me, everything belongs to God, and everything is meant for God's enjoyment, not for my sense enjoyment. That is called Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness means to be situated in the actual fact. Whenever we claim something that this is mine, it is called moha, illusion. Aham mameti janasya moho ayam. This conception of my and I is the platform of illusion. Janasya moho ayam. This whole, whole world is moving under this illusion that I am this body and everything, uh, I am the monarch of all I survey. This is the philosophy. Whatever I can acquire, that is mine. This is wrong. This is called illusion. Therefore, uh, we should try to give to Krishna, not to ask because He has given us everything without asking, without asking. Uh, we go to temple or churches to ask for our daily bread, but the birds and bees, they have no churches, no temple, they do not ask. But how do they get their bread? Therefore, according to Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, there is no actually bread problem. The only problem is that we have forgotten our relationship with God. Uh, <coughs> uh, whatever tasyaiva heta prajateta kovida. Therefore the instruction of Bhagavata is just try to revive your lost relationship with God. Or Krishna. Uh, that relationship is never extinguished, but sometimes it is covered. Just like a crazy boy forgets his father and mother and home, goes away. But the relationship between the son and the parents cannot be lost. As soon as the son comes back, the parents receive him very nicely. Similarly, we are all sons of the Supreme Lord. We have forgotten our father, we have forgotten our relationship, and we are loitering in this material world as helpless. And if we revive our consciousness, our Krishna consciousness, that my home is in the spiritual world, I am a foreigner in this material world, just like a foreigner is traveling from one place to another. Similarly, I am also changing my body from one body to another, one planet to another. But there, there is no permanent settlement anywhere in this material world. This is our condition. So Krishna consciousness means to be rightly situated in the original consciousness that we are all sons of God, Krishna. 
we have got eternal relationship with him and he is the richest the most opulent as a rich man's son has no scarcity no want everything is supplied ah uh, amply just like the americans they are american or many other western countries the young men they belong to a rich nation so practically they have no want but still why they are becoming hopeless and confused because this material want is not all there is spiritual want unless the spiritual want is fulfilled unless the spiritual relationship is reestablished nobody can be happy so in order to make us happy krishna says that begin with little flower little water or little fruit and try to offer me jajjad manang abidusa karunabnite jajjajano bhagavate vidadhita manam tatcha atmane prathimukussa jathamukhasri just like uh, if you and uh, decorate your face very nicely how your face has become beautiful you cannot see you cannot see but as soon as you bring one mirror before your face you see that in the mirror the reflection of your face is very nicely decorated the same example is given here we are reflection we are reflection of god just like in the bible it is said man is made after god god is not made after man that is a mistake the modern atheist class of men they suggest that we manufacture a form of god according to our own form just like krishna and nara the picture is there they allege that we have made a krishna form may be very beautiful according to my form but actually it is not uh, the biblical truth is that man is made after god because we are sons of god therefore god has got two hands he have got also two hands just like your father has got two hands and you have got two hands so you are made according to the body of your father not that your father's body is made after your body this is rationally similarly god's body is not made according to your body but your body is made according to god's body but this body is material therefore we have to change when we come to the spiritual platform we get as good a body as that of krishna which is eternal full of bliss and full of knowledge this is called ah uh, Uh, krishna consciousness <clears throat> now here it is said jajjad jano bhagavate vidadhitamana whatever you are offering to krishna practically ah uh, we see that we are offering so many nice food stuff to krishna but krishna apparently it appears that krishna has not eaten the prasadam is distributed among the devotees similarly whatever is offered to the supreme lord he is not in need of it but he accepts it he spiritualizes it and uh, it is meant for you 
you are gena. Whenever there is some special function to offer some nice food stuff to the Lord, uh, you can take the prasadam, the actual gena you are. But you are gena in both ways. You taste very nice food stuff, at the same time you regain your spiritual consciousness. So jajjad bhagavat jajjad jano bhagavate vidadhita mana. Whatever honor, respect, or uh, presentation is given to the Lord, it is enjoyed by Him. It is enjoyed by Him. So how it is so? Just it's the same example, just like you decorate your face, but you cannot see directly how your face is beautiful, but when you put your mirror before the face on the reflection, you see very nice decoration. Similarly, if you decorate the Supreme Lord Krishna, that is the system of temple worship, very nicely decorated, temple, very nicely decorated deity, all nice foodstuff offered to the deity, uh, you will feel enjoyment. The more you do that, you will feel enjoyment. It is not non-productive. It is very spiritually productive process. Jajjajjano vidadhita ayana prabhu rishara Ishara Prabhu means Ishara. Naivatmana Prabhu Rayam. Nijalava Purna. Prabhu means Ishara. Prabhu means master, controller. If a person is controller, master of a big establishment, so what the laborer can offer him? He is already the proprietor. So here it is said, Ishara Abhidisa Akalpadrijanat Manang Pujang Atmana Arthi Nabhrinite. So do not foolishly think that the prescription given in the Shastras that whatever you have got offered to Krishna or offered to God, it is not that God is in one, it is your interest. The more you give to God, the more you become benefited. It is your interest. But the foolish person, they do not know it. Therefore, God, like Bali Maharaj, he goes, like Bhavandev, he goes to beg from Bali Maharaj. And he is representative, devotees of God, sannyasi, they also go to beg, my dear sir, give us some contribution for our temple. It is not that he is beggar. It is for the person's benefit. He is spoiling his life in sense enjoyment, and this representative goes to him and takes some money from that uh, hell-going uh, activities and offers it to the deity. So he will be saved. Salpam apriyasya dharma satrati mahato bha. Willingly or unwillingly, if you offer something to God, that will be a permanent credit. A permanent credit. Salpam apriyasya dharma satrati mahato bha. Even little done, it can act so nicely that sometimes it can save you from the greatest danger. Just like Vajamil. <coughs> the story of Vajamil is that he was a son of a Brahmin and he was a very nice boy. He was married and he was acting just like a Brahmin boy. <coughs> One day 
he went to collect some flowers and some wood uh, from the forest uh, for his father's worship. His father was worshiping deity and he was helping. <coughs> On the uh, path he saw that one Sudra and his wife, without any shame, they were embracing and kissing. This young boy <coughs> become attracted. Therefore, this system that loving exchange or affairs should not be exhibited on the street. This is not very civilized form. In India it is not at all allowed. It is, uh, it is calculated as indecent. There is punishment by law. <coughs> but here the practice is different. But why it is so strict according to Vedic scripture? Here is the example. A young man was passing, another young man and girl was embracing, naturally he became excited. And uh, of course this kind of uh, embracing and kissing on the public street is done not by any high class. So he was a sudra. <coughs> so this Ajamil was standing there and the sudrani or the sudra woman also called and he became uh, more excited and he embraced and kissed her and gradually become at attracted to her and he left his wife and home and father and mother, then become drunkard and everything for that prostitute. At the last moment, when he was old enough, when he could not earn, he could not cheat to bring money, the man, Ajamil, was thrown in the street by that woman. Because he was not his legalized wife, he was, she was prostitute, so did not like him. But this man had a youngest son whose name was Nara. So when he was in precarious condition, he was just asking his youngest son, Nara, my dear boy, please come here. And by citing this word Nara, he remembered the same Narayan whom he worshipped in his early age. Just see. Because under the direction of his father, as a Brahmin boy, he was being trained up to become a devotee of Narayan. But unfortunately he was misled by a prostitute. But still he was saved at the last moment. And this is confirmed <coughs> In the Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Gita, Salvamapiyasadharma Satrayate Mahato Bhaya. So anybody who is chanting Hare Krishna, even for a moment, it will never go in vain. It will act. It will act, and it will act so nicely that sometimes it will be saved from the greatest danger. That experience some of our students have already expressed. One girl is present here. She also experienced this. She was attacked by some black Negroes and she began to chant Hare Krishna and she was saved. So these things are actual fact. There are many instances. So anything, a little flower, a little fruit, a little water you offer to Krishna, or if you chant for a little while, Hare Krishna, or if you make association with devotees for a moment, this will never go in vain. So the 
purpose of opening so many centers of Krishna consciousness is to give chance to these forgotten men, Krishna consciousness. It is not a business. It is a charitable institution. It is hospital to cure the material disease. So unfortunately, uh, people are not taking very much advantage, but those who are fortunate, eirupe brahmāna-bhamite kano bhāgya-vāna-ji. Bhāgya-vāna, so only the fortunate person, as it is also expressed in the Bhagavad-gītā, jesāmantagatam pāpam, one who is completely free from all sinful reactions, such person can take to Krishna consciousness. But the door is open for everyone. <coughs> everyone can come here and chant Hare Krishna. Uh, it is not a difficult job. Uh, we distribute prasadam. Uh, so take advantage and be benefited uh, in Krishna consciousness. Thank you. is subjected to be deluded by Maya. But Krishna is not deluded by Maya. That is the difference between Krishna and living entity. Okay. But I mean, the that uh, a pure uh, devotee has, is, that's not the same, even though it's perfect knowledge. Uh, no, it cannot be as perfect as Krishna. That is not possible, because you are part and parcel of Krishna. Uh, just like uh, a drop of ocean water and the vast mass of water, quantitatively they are different. Qualitatively they are one. Similarly, Krishna has knowledge and you have knowledge. But the quantity of Krishna's knowledge and your knowledge is different. He is... Uh, full of all knowledge. You are almost full of all knowledge, but not exactly like Krishna, and especially in your condition and life, you are covered. All your knowledge is covered. <coughs> Even that fragmental knowledge is also covered. Therefore we are in illusion. Because we are fragmental, Therefore, we are subjected to be covered by the illusory spell. Just like the sky and the sun, sometimes there is covering by cloud. The cloud covers a few miles, or the cloud covers the eyes of living entities like us. But the cloud does not cover the sun or the whole sky. That is not possible. But a fragmental portion of the sky is covered by cloud. And because we are very teeny, if the cloud is spread only for ten miles, we think now the sun is covered. The sun is never covered. Similarly, the illusory energy cannot cover Krishna, but it can cover you. And we are in this covering condition 
Therefore, you have forgotten our relationship with Krishna. Now we have to uncover by Krishna's grace, or we'll have to go to the sunlight. It is not that the sun is covered by cloud. Where there is no cloud, if you go there, you'll get full advantage of the sunlight. Similarly, you have to search out place where there is no cloudy un- understanding. There must be clear understanding. Then you will find yourself uh, satisfied in the light.
we have to keep ourselves always in Krishna consciousness. Yajasya Haridvas. And what is Krishna consciousness? Krishna consciousness means to yaha. Yaha means desire. Desire is a function of mind. So yaha means desire. So what is the desire? Yajasya Haridvasya. Anyone whose desire is to engage himself in the service of Krishna. So, whole uh, Krishna consciousness activity is purification of the mind, of the intelligence, of the ego, everything, purifying process. Sarvapadi binin muktam tatparatena nirmalam. The impurification is that upadi, designation. I'm thinking I'm American, I'm Indian. This is designation. Actually, spirit soul is neither American nor Indian nor Hindu nor Muslim. So one has to get out of this entanglement, material entanglement. <coughs> And how one can become purified? Tatparatena, when he identifies himself, I am Brahmasmi, I am servant of Krishna, I am Brahma, I am pure self, I am not matter, I am not this body. This is the stage of purification. And when one is purified, then Rishikena, Rishikesa, Sevanam Bhakti Uchyat. Rishik means senses. So mind is also one of the senses. There are eleven senses. Five senses gathering knowledge and five senses working. And mind is the center. The mind is also accepted as sense. So Rishikena, Rishikesha, Sevanam, when your purified senses are applied in the service of the master of the senses, Rishikesha, that is called bhakti. This is the definition of bhakti. So, uh, mind requires that you are thinking that I shall decorate Krishna in such a way. That is a function of mind. And as soon as you think that I shall decorate my such and such person in this way, that is my... So mind is there, sometimes it is acting for maya, and when it is acting for Krishna, then it is purified. So in the Krishna consciousness, Nothing has to be eradicated. Everything has to be purified. This is the Krishna consciousness process. Yes? That God has got, so some people can remember their past moments. Hmm? Some people can remember their past lives. Yes. Mind. Yes. I thought the mind was left behind. No. Actually, mind carries you to the next body. The mind goes with you. The material mind, material ego, material intelligence uh, becomes uh, nil when you are completely uh, liberated. But at that time your spiritual mind acts. It is not very difficult to understand. Somebody is acting under the impression, just like one of our students, he was acting under the impression that he is Frenchman and doing something subversive. And now he is thinking that I am Krishna. 
Yeah, stop all this nonsense. Yeah. When you are thinking that he's a Frenchman, that mind was there, and now he's thinking that I'm Krishna, the mind is there. So there is the chance of losing the mind. You want to question anything? This boy? Eh? Eh? He's a girl. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Any other question? Yes? Material mind has to be treated by spiritual medicine. Then the material mind will be spiritual. Just the same example that a man has got some boiled disturbance by drinking excessive milk and the physician gives him another milk preparation, a card, and he is cured. Similarly, the Krishna consciousness movement is just to treat the mind by Krishna engagement then he becomes freed from material contaminants. And actually it is happening. Those who are taking to this treatment, they are experiencing how it is happening. The door is closed, right? Open.